You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 91. Are you carving out time regularly to work on your business instead of in it? This is what I refer to as a CEO day or CEO time. And in today's episode, I'm sharing three things that every food blogger needs to be doing on every CEO day. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for The Vine Podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I am so excited that you are tuning in yet again for another week of this podcast. And if you did not hear the announcement last week, the Food Blogger Summit round three is open and I am so excited to see everybody who has been signing up and we're just getting so excited for this event. It's one of those events that is always so strange to plan for because it's sort of under the radar for such a long time. My team and I have been planning this event for three to four months now and we've been talking about it practically all year long. And so it's so fun to be able to finally have the word out and to have people getting excited about joining us and attending. I'm going to talk more about the event at the end of the episode. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's okay. I will explain more at the end of the episode, but I just wanted to mention that I'm just excited that it is out there and everybody is signing up. So if you are brand new to the podcast or if you are a return listener, so glad that you are joining us today. And I'm really excited to dive into this topic about CEO time because this is something that I am so passionate about and has honestly been a huge game changer for my business. Now, I always love to do a quick introduction just in case you happen to tune in for the first time and you're not really sure what this podcast is all about. I am your host, Madison Wetherill, and I am also the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios. We specialize in building custom websites and brands for food bloggers who are looking to take their business to the next level. I have mentioned before that our clients are often well-established in the food blogging industry and they have been blogging for five to 10 years and have really hit their stride, but they're looking to find what is going to be the next level for their business. Where are they going to go next? How are they going to grow more? And oftentimes they find that their website is what is holding them back from that growth. And so we love to be able to partner with our clients to be able to just really dive into really figuring out what a strategic website looks like for your business because our clients are so different. Every single one of them has such a unique story and such a unique mission and strategy. And so we do not believe in cookie cutter websites around here. We really believe in every single site being unique to you, but we also believe that in creating custom websites, they need to work well for SEO. They need to be something that works for site speed and they need to connect with your audience. And so really, we're really creating our experience around those three things, making sure that you have a beautiful website that is built to attract and connect with your ideal audience. And then it is also working well for SEO because we all know that we need Google to love our websites. So that's what we do around here. And if you are ever interested in learning about how we work with clients more specifically, you can go to graceandvinestudios.com and click on the services tab to learn more. We would love to chat with you and see if we are a good fit. And let me just tell you that if you are thinking about redesigning next year, I would highly recommend reaching out sooner rather than later so you can get your priority date for when you would like to start and launch. And we're just really excited for what is to come next 
next year for our clients and for the Grace and Vine team and business. So let's dive into this topic of CEO time. I have talked about this a couple of times on the podcast before. You can go back to episode 59 about why you need a CEO day, or you can go check out episode 86 pretty recently about how to start thinking like the CEO of your food blog. I feel like this is a huge difference in bloggers that are just getting started and bloggers that are really digging into that next level of their business. So things like hiring a team, making strategic level decisions, you're really past the hamster wheel and the grind of just pushing out more content and more content just to qualify for an ad network. You really have figured out some things along the way and now you're trying to look at how do I make this a sustainable business that supports my life and supports my family, but it also supports my business goals. And so that's really what I'm talking about when I'm talking about that CEO level thinking and time that you're spending on your blog. So when we think about a CEO day or CEO time, we're really talking about that time that you're spending on your business and not in it. So it's not things like editing photos or writing blog posts or even working for a brand. This is really going to be the time where you're dedicated to thinking about your business as a whole, thinking about what's next for your business, and really trying to make decisions to push your business forward. So this can be an hour every week. It can be a full day a few times a quarter. Really what's most important here is just doing it and figuring out what's going to work in your schedule. Next week, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about planning your week and how you can sort of build structure around your week so that you can fit in CEO time. But for now, let's just kind of take the limitations of what a CEO day needs to look like. And I'm just going to walk you through a couple of things that I feel like are some of the essential items you should be spending your time on when you're spending CEO time. There are so many things that you could be doing during that CEO time, but these stand out to me as like, if you're just going to be doing three things during your CEO time every week, these are the things that you should be doing. And the things that I think are going to move your business forward at the fastest rate. The first thing to spend your time on is reviewing goals that you have set or setting goals if you haven't set them. So I would encourage you to go back to last week's episode, episode 90, to dig into really what that next level is for your business because once you figure that out, then you're able to start to make goals that will help you to reach that level in your business. So a couple of examples that I gave in that episode were things like writing a cookbook or having a household brand name of products that you might have in a grocery store. So when you start to think about your goals and helping you to get to that next level, you can start to make a plan around that. Now, your goals could also be things like a monthly goal of how many pieces of content you want to produce, or maybe you have a goal slash project of hiring a new VA. Those are all great projects and things to be just reviewing to see where you're at in that particular goal or project so that you can make sure that you're making progress on it and keeping things moving forward. I find that for a lot of people, myself included at a lot of times, especially when I'm not in a coaching program specifically, I don't find that I'm reviewing my goals often enough to be able to even know or remember what they are or to know if I've done anything to move them forward. And so having this anchor weekly or monthly to be able to review your goals is really gonna help you to figure out if you are setting goals that are unachievable or just too unrealistic, or if you're maybe setting goals that are too easy and are, you know, you maybe need to step it up a level to help you to take your blog to that next level. So this is a great time to just see where you're at with those goals and to be able to just 
make some adjustments or maybe you'll even find that to reach a goal that you need to hire somebody else to help you with it. I worked with a productivity specialist, I guess you could say, and one of her like rules of thumb was that if a project or a task got pushed off for more than 90 days, then she had a hard and fast rule that she would just hire someone to help her do it. So for example, if you have been needing to fix up a couple of things on your website and it's been more than 90 days, then maybe it's time to invest in something like our designer for a day package where we're able to just go in and fix up some of those things on your site and get it ready to go for whatever is next in your business. Or maybe you really need to hire a coach to help you achieve one of your goals for your blog. Maybe you need to hire someone who can help you with key research, or maybe you need to hire a VA to help you just get organized in your business. Whatever it is that you have for your goals, if you've been putting them off for a long time, maybe it's time to rethink how you are trying to achieve that goal on your own. The second thing that you can spend time on during a CEO day is planning for income. So this could be a combination of reviewing any sponsored work that you already have sort of on your calendar and just making sure that you know when those payments are coming in, when the deliverables are due. Again, when we're looking at what to do during our CEO day, we're not really doing the tasks so much as we're planning for the tasks. We're really looking at them from a higher view to make sure that we have a plan in place. So maybe you need to schedule, reaching out to a photographer if you're hiring a photographer to help you. Maybe you need to coordinate getting the products from the store or recipe testing, those types of things. So you can make that plan during this time, but this would not necessarily be the time that you would spend actually doing the work for the client. You can also look at where you might have income months that are a little bit less than what you need them to be for your expenses. So this is something that you can also do during a CEO day that I didn't put in this outline necessarily is reviewing your expenses to make sure that you know what's coming up, to make sure that you have those payments set up or that you have a plan to pay them. But when it comes to the income for your blog, you really want to look at what is coming up in the next 30 to 60 days and is there an area where I need to increase my income somehow? Now, if you rely 100% on ad revenue, this may be difficult. You might not really have options to increase your income. However, you're able to at least look at what's going to be coming up over the next 120 days in terms of your ad payments and then you're able to sort of game plan from there. Maybe you want to reach out to a few brands for some last minute partnerships. Or maybe you decide you're going to offer a special bonus ebook or something to your audience. Maybe you decide you're going to take on a little bit more freelance work to be able to cover some of those expenses. It's all going to depend on how your business is structured, but the point is to be able to take this time to just plan it out and see what income is going to be coming in. Another thing that I always like to loop into planning for income is if you have any invoices that are outstanding, pay those invoices during this time. My business coach, who I've mentioned quite a few times on this podcast already, she always has said that part of money generation in your business is to pay the invoices that you have outstanding because if we are holding on to money that is owed to someone else it is going to be very difficult for money to come to us and so I have taken this really to heart in my business and I pretty much try to pay invoices the same day that I receive them from contractors and things like that because I know how important that is to that contractor so if you have any outstanding invoices that I'm sure you are not neglecting to pay but maybe they've just fallen to the bottom of your list having this recurring task every week to be able to pay those invoices is just going to not only take that off your plate, but it's also just going to put you in a posture of just freely 
accepting and releasing money. And that sounds a lot more woo-woo than I want it to sound, but I just have noticed that in my business, when I feel like I'm holding tightly to money, I don't have a lot of things coming into my business either. And the moment that I'm able to just let it go and obviously be smart with my income, but be a little bit more open-handed with it, I just find that money comes much more naturally into my business. Okay, in the third part of planning for income, this is kind of a a bigger portion of this, is that you can start to think about how you can bring money into your business. So it may not be tomorrow or this month that you're doing that, but maybe you decide that in six months you want to do whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe it's that you want to launch a product. Maybe it's that you want to have a brand partnership. It's really going to depend on your business model and what works for you, but you can just start to think about how you want to bring money into into the business, and it's going to help you be more proactive than reactive when it comes to bringing money into your business. And again, when you're doing this often and you're planning for your income often, you're going to be able to see where you might have had a dip in traffic and that caused your you know, ad revenue to be less, or maybe you took on less freelance work during a certain time of the year. And so therefore you have less income coming in. You'll really be able to start to see those trends so that you can compensate for them and you can make sure to make a plan to bring more money into your business. Okay, and the last thing that you can do on your CEO days, again, there's many things that you can spend your time on, but these are just the things that stand out as, you know, the essentials, is to spend time investing into your business by going through education. So I can't tell you how many times I have bought a course done 20% of it, and then never come back to it. And I'm sure that you are not that different from me in that. I know there are some people who cannot stand to not finish something, but for me, I get what I need to get out of it, and then I stop. It took me a long time to be okay with not finishing books, and I've actually read... 15 books this year, which is probably more than I've read in my entire adult life combined. But I think it's really because I've given myself permission to stop books when I don't like them or to switch books in the middle and come back to a book later. So all that to say, if you have courses that you have invested into through your business and you haven't finished them, carving out 30 minutes to an hour during your CEO day to catch up on that content is so important because you invested in that course for a reason. Or maybe it's not even a course. Maybe it's just time to listen to a podcast when you're not driving so that you can actually take notes and implement what you're learning. Maybe you decide to watch some YouTube videos about a specific type of thing you're trying to learn to up your photography game. There's so many ways that this could look. Maybe you're just going to spend time sitting and reading a book about your business or like for your business. There are so many ways that you could be investing in education for your business. The important thing is that this time is carved out. And so it's not going to be that you never have time to finish that course because you have the time carved out every week or every month to be able to spend 30 minutes to an hour working on that particular course. And you're going to get through that much faster and probably be more excited about coming back to it week after week than if you were to just not do it for months and months at a time and then try to binge going through it all at once. So speaking of education and investing into your business, I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that the third round of the Food Blogger Summit is open and I would love to invite you to join us for this virtual event. So this is the third round of this virtual event and in this round, I really wanted to focus on the intermediate to advanced blogger who is really struggling to take their business to that next level and I really wanted for attendees to walk away from this event really having an action plan on how to make that next level happen for their business. And so we are covering all sorts of topics that are for that advanced blogger, like marketing, monetization, SEO, food photography, and taking your blog from just being a blogger to really a CEO of your business. 
So we have speakers lined up like Emily Perrin, Megan Porta from Eat Blog Talk, Andrew Wilder from NerdPress, Cynthia Samarian from Hidden Rhythm and the Experiential Table Podcast, Pete McPherson from Do You Even Blog, Jenny Melrose from the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast, just to name a few. We have so many amazing speakers who have given their time freely to be able to help you grow your business and I cannot wait for you to hear each and every one of their presentations. The summit is free to join and you will be able to access presentations for 24 hours after they go live and there's also an option where you can upgrade to the all access pass to get lifetime access to the presentations as well as some other amazing bonus offers from our speakers and fun events that you can pop in like co-working sessions, networking sessions, just different fun interactive events that are part of the summit that I'm really excited about just being able to connect with people face to face, of course, over Zoom, but it's just going to be a really fun time and I hope that you will join us and just be a part of this amazing event, especially if you are that intermediate to advanced blogger who is just feeling a little bit stuck in what's next for your business. I promise you that you are going to walk away from this event with so many ideas to implement, but we're also going to give you strategies for how you can implement those ideas realistically so that you don't walk away from this conference with just a ton of information with no action plan to implement it into your business. So presentations will run from October 25th to October 29th, 2021. So you can sign up for your free ticket and to access the all access pass at thefoodbloggersummit.com. I absolutely cannot wait to see you there. I hope that you will join us to learn more about how to take your business to the next level and how to go from being just a blogger to that CEO of your business. Again, you can go to thefoodbloggersummit.com to register. You can also check the show notes because we will definitely have the links for that there. So hope to see you guys there. Until next time, friends, talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.